0: Welcome to Houston Sports Talk with your host, Robert Land.
1: Well, one of the really cool things about the Houston Astros World Series ride was going to the Chronicle every day and seeing my friend Karen Warren's photography on there and the great pictures from the playoff run. I mean, I just think she's one of the best in the business, and I wanted to have Karen on because a lot of people, you you, you might not know who Karen is, but uh, Karen has been doing this for a long time, and I talk to her all the time, and she's always wanting to talk about Astros. You love this team. Uh, What did this mean to you as you were watching this whole thing unfold after all these years of covering the team? It's been, what, 20 years now?
0: 20 years. 20 long years. Yeah, no, it was amazing. I mean, in the clubhouse afterward, after the World Series win, and Reed Ryan came up to me, and, and he hugs me. He says, congratulations, Karen. You've put up with a lot of bad baseball through the years, and i I thought, well, I didn't wear a uniform or anything, but I I have been there for, for the long haul, and uh, no, this was really exciting for, for for the city of Houston and and me included, I guess. But no, it was this was an amazing season. I mean, I did everything I could to to I swapped. Um, Shifts with my other photographers at the Chronicle to try to get to as many baseball games as I could because I thought this was going to be a historic season. I just, I just had a feeling it was going to be their, se- their year.
1: Well, one of the photos that I think gave me a little bit of goosebumps and, and brought a tear to my eye was, uh, and I made it into my, I stole it from you and I made it into my Facebook profile picture for the the week after was the shot that you had of George Springer at, on the World Series parade and that was your main picture on your Astros commemorative section that following Sunday right a wonderful picture with the confetti describe what what you what you saw and how that picture came about
0: well we had to get permission from the city of Houston to be on that on that fire truck and i i i wanted it to be on that fire truck i mean i just wanted to experience it and it was pretty cool i mean it was a an hour and a half ride and it was sustained screaming. Uh, uh, the, I mean, I got off of that truck and my ears were ringing because it was so loud and it was, it was insane. But yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was fun to be up there and just see them thousands and thousands and thousands of people that, you know, stacked up 30, 40 deep to see players go by on a fire truck. It was amazing. It was amazing. And and Correa turned around it to me at one point and said, are you kidding me? I mean, he couldn't believe it either. It was just it was it was a it was a sight to behold. I mean, Houston really came out strong for those guys, and I I was I was glad to see it.
1: What were your favorite images when you were watching the parade of just the fans and looking down at them? Was there anything? There were all that- kinds
0: of crazy stuff. I mean, it was crazy. There was like there was somebody dressed like a tyrannosaurus at one point, and the and I had a half-naked guy that was I think he was trying to he was trying to bring out his best uh, Josh Reddick impersonation with he had a he had a speedo on with a with his half naked pr- practically and and um there were all kinds of i mean kids dressed up i had there was a little kid dressed up like orbit um i mean it was just fun people were there and the, a sea of orange and, and and smiling faces and everybody with their iphone uh, up you know taking pictures it was it, it was un- unlike anything i've ever seen before
1: what are the images that that you're going to remember that you think you want to keep for your scrapbook from from the playoff run the, the ones that I'm sure that uh, are going to hit the fans. We'll, I remember the picture that you took of Alex Bregman after he had the game-winning hit in Game Five, and he's got his fist in the air. And that that to me is more uh, your typical Astros, you know, game-winning photo. But there was there was the pictures uh, I recall of. You know where uh, Altuve and Correa are at home plate, and they're they're putting their heads together, and it's this kind of hug, but it, it's this really sweet moment between the two of them after uh, one of them hit a home run. I think it must have been Correa.
0: No, that was nice too. That the, 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 the determination, the look on Altuve's face for me was, "We're going to win this." You, I just you, you could tell that they had just turned that corner and they were just they were determined and you know, cuz that was the game that it was kind of going back and forth back and forth and giving everybody a sort of a heart attack that entire an entire game, but no. The look on on Altuve's face when he turned around from that that hug with Correa told me that that was that that was the spark that they needed. That's all they wanted, and and they wanted to win. And I could, you know, I've, I've done a lot of t- watching their faces through the, the last couple of seasons, and I could see it in his face that that this was going this was gonna happen for them.
1: You've been around a lot of Astros teams over the years. I mean, you're just not there for. Uh, the three hours during the game, you you come early. Uh, What do you feel like is so special about these group of guys? What are the moments maybe that you'll remember, not on the field, maybe not a picture that you took, but just – being around these group of guys
0: well, that's a that's a good question i mean because like i said from the beginning of the season before i go to spring training and i see these guys at spring training this they were at a new um, spring training facility in west palm beach this year so there was a different feel and I, I just kept getting this vibe that this was they were connected in a way that i hadn't seen before you know with beltron being in the in the clubhouse and there was, a, there was a really good connection. Even though I'm not allowed in the clubhouse, you know, still photographers aren't allowed in, generally speaking, unless it's, a, you know, a celebration, a champagne celebration or whatever. But um, you can tell just watching their faces. You know, I do, like I said, a lot of, you know, long lens watching of their faces and their expressions and, and like a batting practice and how they interact and how, how easy, easily they all kind of fit together. Bregman is a great piece for them. They and they all stand around and kind of hug and and they're connected in a way that I've not, I've not seen in past in the past with these players. So, I mean, I just do a lot of observing. I, I you know, and that's that's what I'm. I get the vibe. I get the I get the feeling from their faces that that, that this is a a genuine happy group. <laughs> To be, to, you know, for them to to hang together and want to win.
1: Do you have a favorite that you like to shoot? Is there one that's particular, more more photogenic, or a favorite one or two that you you really think you can't make, take a bad shot of this this guy? Well, you
0: can never take a bad picture of George Springer and Correa is pretty much he's just charisma, you know, on steroids. I <laughs> mean, he's just he's just they both just make great pictures and Altuve too. You know, when he's playing with he's when he's fired up, he's he, he's a good one. He's another good subject. But yeah. Yeah, my, my favorites probably are you know Springer and Correa.
1: Like when Bregman has the, the game-winning hit in Game 5, how hard is it not to go straight to Correa as opposed to going to Bregman right after he gets the hit because Correa was... Flying around and I'm sure you're seeing that in your peripheral vision.
0: Well, you're just trying to, to, to shoot whatever because there's people coming out of your my, my dugout. There were there were T V people coming out of that dugout. So you're just trying to shoot between people's legs as they're all running out onto the field. And I, I actually was on Correa because I got a picture of him standing there before he got pummeled was he just he reared back with his arms back like rah you know <laughs> and so I just stayed on him knowing that Bregman was gonna make his way back over to him at some point, you know. So, but anyway, it, it I, I you know for something like that you just you just well we also had two other photographers on the field on the field and had eyes on different parts of it so I kind of I stayed with with that guy you know that Correa.
1: What kind of reaction did you see from uh, I don't know how many pictures that you were able to get of, of the former Astros because I, I, of course this means a lot to so many of the players that have been around here and are still involved with the organization, Biggio and Bagwell and Nolan Ryan. And and I don't know if any of those guys are tremendously emotional. Bagwell's about as emotional of, of those three as it gets. What did you see from some of the former players, even Jose Cruz as well?
0: Well, I, I actually didn't see Cruz in – in uh, I did see Bagwell during game six, I think it was, at, in back in Los Angeles. But I saw Biggio every single day. Biggio made himself present at the batting practices. He was behind me during the games, sitting right behind me on um, – uh, just outside the dugout, I, I I saw him on the field afterward too. Biggio, he just was smiling and happy, happy, happy. You could tell, yeah, he wanted that. He wanted that for them too.
1: Most people don't understand that when you're doing this. Sometimes you're not like a fan. You can't you can't get into the game sometimes because you're so focused on what you're trying to do. I, I've been shooting video for 25 years in sports, and you get to the point. I think for me at least, I can say there there comes a point where you can start enjoying it more when you're watching it visually and doing your job, but also can kind of feel the moment a little bit. How much of that can you feel? How much do you feel like you're, you can be a a, a sort of a fan and just kind of watch what's going on or is it really difficult because what you're doing is totally different than what I do I shoot video some I'm, I'm concentrating on the action sometimes you have to concentrate on the reaction so you're not getting maybe that that moment that the fans get to enjoy well
0: I'm, I'm doing both I'm doing action and reaction and it's and when when you know that final out happened you know, it was ground ball and, and you you stay with the ball you stay with those guys and then I stayed with those you know for the reaction on that too but yeah it's no I, I, I'm a professional I don't, I I mean, my job is to capture as, as everybody else in the audience is screaming and hollering, I'm, I'm motor driving on, on the action reaction, you know, happening in front of me and I'm doing my very best not to, you know, be excited about it because I'm, I have to have a job to do and it's, it's not until afterward that you can, you know, let out a whoop in the, in the parking lot as you're walking out with your gear. But um, yeah, I, I tried to stay very professional and, and, you know, like I said, I got a hug by, by, by Reed and. And a couple of the players hugged me like I was part of the team, but I, I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm, I, you know, I appreciate that they, you know, they know that I, I've been there all season and you know beyond. But um, yeah, you just you just have to really concentrate on what you're doing because you also are. I'm also trying to make deadline as well, which was kind of hard to do with those later games. But yeah, I'm trying to get my pictures back to to Houston in, in a timely manner so that they can make it into the paper the next day
1: you just said something that made me think how, how often do you get a reaction from one of the players how often do you hear from them saying oh I love that picture that you took uh yesterday or the day before
0: it, it happens occasionally I mean uh I'll, sometimes I'll get a you know a, a note a note for like a direct message from some of these guys hey the nice picture or whatever it doesn't happen very often but you know I I, I know that they like what what they, cause I, I get uh, feedback from Carlos Correa every now and then. He, you know, during spring training, he was like, Karen Warren, I love your pictures. And, you know, that's kind of cool. I mean, he, that means he's paying attention. and
1: Well, these days they're probably, this didn't happen to you 10, 15 years ago, but they're they they might wonder or might ask i guess can i use this as an avatar for my twitter uh they <laughs> twitter. have asked me
0: and 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 i'm 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 usually if they ask me that's great um so i've got some athletes that don't ask they just they just stay, take it <laughs> and run with it but uh some of these guys they'll actually you know give me credit for it, which is great because it works both ways. You know, if, if I've got it out on social social media, I'd like a little bit of love too. <laughs> I, I need my followers as well. But, um, but yeah, so some it, it goes both ways. It, just, it depends on the, the athlete's um, personality and, and whether or not they want to reach out to me or not.
1: You've been through the, the Astros going to the World Series before back in 05. You've, you've done a lot of the playoff runs. What were the crowds like both at Minute Maid and, and, and also – you know, they they played in historic Fenway Park in Yankee Stadium. When I talked to Jake Kaplan last week, he said Yankee Stadium was louder than any place he had ever heard for a, for a baseball playoff game. Uh, what were the crowds at at those different venues? And, and at Dodger Stadium, too. Jake made the point that Dodger Stadium – uh was as loud as any place it didn't come across maybe as well on on television because people were saying oh this didn't seem very loud there but he said no if you're there it's loud you just can't see it on television because the people aren't as on top of the cameras are th- as they are when right
0: and i think it depends on where the microphones are you know on on the field there but i will tell you game 1 and game 2 here at Maid park were the loudest i'd i'd heard i'd i'd been at i mean and i'm i'm deep in a little well i'm underneath 3 TV cameras, so I'm pretty insulated at, at back at home. And um, where I was, it was it, very loud, which I, I thought was great for game one and game two. Um, when when we bent, went out to LA, that seemed pretty loud um, because I was up a little bit higher and I was I was feeling the fans and I, I it, the there were a lot more orange jerseys you know game six and seven than there were early on but i i really i felt like the crowd was into it game three at dodger stadium but um you know fenwick park didn't seem that loud i don't know if it was the rain <laughs> that one game uh, that final game but i it, it it didn't seem that loud
1: yeah and they were looking to sell tickets uh you know right before that game i think or that night it wasn't even a sellout which right
0: was- Which is crazy, (laughs) yeah.
1: Which shocking from from Red Sox Nation, I guess, is that that wasn't, uh, you know, that wasn't happening. Let me ask you about uh, just uh, the experience of of going through a playoffs. How mentally exhausting is that for you, and physically exhausting? Because uh, during the regular season, if you're covering the Astros, you, you might be going every day. I'm sure you're getting days off. The Chronicle people, I'm sure, are telling you you don't get any days off when the playoffs. And not only did they go to the World Series, but they go seven games in the World Series, seven games against the Yankees, and and almost took it to the limit against the Red Sox as well. So you went about as many games as you could possibly go, unless they had go- played in a wild card game.
0: Exactly. No, it's 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 a. It's a. It was a battle. I mean, we came off of um, covering Hurricane Harvey in tropical storm. You know, after that and all of that, that was about three work, weeks of solid uh, work, and then straight into I, I went straight into baseball when they came back home. You know, and did that doubleheader when Verlander first started. That that was the beginning of the my baseball streak. So I I kept going. I think I may have had one day off. Um, maybe after I think I did after we traveled back from. Uh, the Red Sox series and and started to start the the Yankee series. I had I had maybe one day off in there. So um, it's it is mentally mentally and physically exhausting. I mean to to have to get on flights, get off flights, carry my gear around with me, and it's not it's not light gear. <laughs> um, so it's um, you know and and I think I thought you know working in in Dodger at that Dodger Stadium was. Uh, pretty brutal because you've got you've got this hill to contend with. Uh, parking was a little bit of an issue, and just physically trying to get into the stadium and then down into the wells and and it, it it was a lot more physical there than I than I anticipated. Plus, that those first two games, you know, the temperatures were in the hundreds on the field, du- you know, during the actual game, and it was a little bit it was. You know, I, I, you got I the like the weather
1: gamut because you got rain and Boston and exactly. cold and all that. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And and um, I thought we are so civilized here in Houston to have that roof.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, just uh, the the entire experience for you? Um, how does it compare uh, when you look at back at the, the, the some of the 0-4 and 0-5 teams? Uh, you, you saw two games that will go down in history in game two and game five are those uh, pretty comparable or are, they just, or, or are they that much better than you remember from the Chris Burke home run game in the 18-inning game and there was the Jeff Kent walk-off home run back in, in 2004. So there were some really fantastic games from those. The, the, those, You feel like those World Series games, just because of what was on the line, the, the games were better, but but o- or overall as an experience, the games were more fun.
0: Overall, the, the games were just more fun this time around. Now – that 18 inning game, Roger Clemens coming in to relieve, uh, in 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 relief in the 16th inning, I think it was. But that was a really good game. I didn't think he would ever be able to top that game until this season, until until this World Series. I mean, uh, yeah, Game Five was just amazing. I mean, Game Two, yeah. I mean, it was it it was all really good. I thought it was really good, solid baseball. It just it was kind of gritty, and and um, yeah, it was just. I think, I, I really think this, this was a great series. I mean, not, not just because I was a a fan of, of Houston, but I, and I wanted them to win, but, uh, <laughs> cause it's, it's more fun when you're covering winning, winning teams, obviously. But, um, because I just thought the games were better.
1: You go through the experience with, uh, spring training. Usually every year you go, you go there for a little bit. Uh, you cover a lot of the games, uh, over the course of, you know, all these years and Astros history, uh, what is it like uh when they, they win the world series what kind of a feeling is that for you when it's all said and done does it does it take a while to hit you what's just happened after watching this team for so many years and watching all of the heartache that they've gone through and the, and the near misses and that that kind of thing
0: oh yeah i know it's uh <laughs> it's it, it it did take a, a few days to really you know sink have that sink in i mean i i, I I don't think it really, really did sink in until I got off that fire truck and, and ears ringing from all the screaming fans and, you know, saw them with the trophy, really, really saw them with the trophy. I mean, that night that they won, obviously they had the trophy, but it was, it it felt surreal. I mean, I, and like I said, I was trying to make deadline then, and I was rushing and, and, uh, I, just concentrating on trying to be where i could to to make the best pictures and cuz you know at, at, after a game it's just a, a kind of a scrum um but yeah it, i think it finally did sink in on that friday after the parade
1: what's the secret to uh, getting out of the champagne celebration without a whole lot of damage to your camera and yourself <laughs> and everything else.
0: Yeah, well, I just put uh, charged three hundred dollars on my Amex to uh, Canon to fix my my lens. It it <laughs> it had gone through one too many champagne baths, and I pulled it out when I got back home to do the the parade and discovered that it had a big uh, kind of a water mark on it on internally. And uh, that wasn't gonna that that wasn't gonna quite cut it. So I had to borrow my husband's lens to shoot the uh, the parade. But yeah, no, it's uh you're you're not gonna escape getting a little bit of champagne on your on your gear when you're in the middle of of that kind of celebration.
1: Pull in the dig- the dichotomy of this because you went out covered the Hurricane Harvey stuff, and you're you're out there, and that you see what people are going through, and and what they're dealing with. Uh, could you? Feel the emotion of the players. You know, I was asking Jake this is they had, from what I understood, there were pictures from the Chronicle up on up in their lockers with, uh, you know, what happened in Hurricane Harvey Uh, Describe kind of going from what was going on with Harvey to the team trying to win a World Series and and how the connection was with the players and 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 yourself as well uh, going from this kind of disaster to this, you know, extended celebration.
0: It, it was weird. Okay, I'm just going to go back a little bit to 2005, because we also had a similar happenstance during 05, which kind of made me feel like, okay, this we could get here, because we had uh, Hurricanes uh, Katrina and Rita. And then right after Rita, the baseball playoff started up, and it was nonstop and, until we, we got swept by the White Sox. But those two time frames, those, those they felt similar to me. Hurricane Harvey was actually like, two hurricanes it felt like it was just such a so widespread so all over the place that you know it just it just it felt big 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 you know I, th- I thought that the players you know when they came back home I, I actually was there when they they went to the George R. Brown to go um, to go in and and greet some of the people who had been displaced and Musgrove came out with his shoes that were signed by kids of that were in the shelter there I really felt like you know some. They were trying to make a connection with those Houstonians that were, you know, out of their homes or otherwise, you know, displaced. But George Springer, when he hit that home run during Game 1 and pointed to that patch, that was powerful to me. I thought, that that's that's cool. That is – that is it got everybody all excited. And, and you know, I, I don't know how many people who were actually displaced uh, were watching that game. But I know that the people that were there responded to – to that, to, to you know, Hinch standing out there talking to people and trying to connect and and telling them this, this, this is for you.
1: Three floods in three years, but Harvey was the worst. Uh, what was the moment that was the scariest for you when you were out there shooting that? I mean, talking about maybe something that you saw where you you were seriously concerned that people might die because, you know, you, I'm sure you were out there uh, shooting all of these people trying to get rescued from, from boats and, and that kind of thing.
0: Well, in my personal uh, experience, uh, the, the area that I live in was, became sort of an island. There was nobody that I know of immediate immediately in danger, I should say. I'm sorry. But um, there were other par- parts of town that I think that, that were, you know, they had rescues going on and I couldn't get out of my neighborhood to get get out of there for the first day. So I, I felt, I felt a little frustrated that I, 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 wasn't able to get out that, that first day when it was, when it was, when on, on TV, all you saw was water everywhere. And, and yeah, I thought, I thought seeing that, that there were going to be, you know, hundreds of people dead. Um, and in the following few days after that, you know, when the dams, water was from the dams were released and more people were out of their homes, it just, it, it just felt like it was never going to stop. It just... It felt kind of overwhelming, to be honest.
1: And then you take that up into seeing the people in the streets and, and, and that sort of thing. And it's it's got to be uh, just really satisfying to, to watch that these people get a little bit of joy. I mean, I was out there uh, interviewing people for the podcast that uh, were fans and, and ask asking them about this. And, you know, what does this mean to you – know, I asked them, I said, I don't know if you were involved in this, if you lost your, your – your, uh, belongings in your house or whatever but what did it mean to the people that you saw I mean you did you talk to many people afterwards or since then that had lost something and and did they say anything about what the Astros meant to them
0: actually there was there was a, a family I visited in the memorial area who it uh I walked up to their house and they've still got a canoe parked in their front yard with a bunch of their debris kind of piled out and I, I sh- and the lady walked by me and she said, and she turned around and she, and, and I thought, oh gosh, here we go. I'm trespassing. She's going to be mad at me. She goes, I know who you are. You're Karen Warren. I love your f- photos. And she promptly took, took me upstairs to show me all of her Astros stuff that she was trying to, had been trying to save through the flood. So she had actually took it, taken all of her things downstairs and brought them upstairs to try to save her Astros memorabilia. <laughs> and I thought that was kind of cool.
1: What's the guy on the team that uh, is your favorite character? Do you have any any guys uh, in particular that uh, you you usually get some sort of snarky remark when he passes by or pretty funny or anything like that? Or Springer's kind of a character. He usually has something to say. Oh
0: yeah. If, if when he's coming in and out of the dugout cuz he comes in and out right where I am and he'll he's usually got a few choice words for whatever is going on and <laughs> I can't repeat that on your podcast, but <laughs> but no, there's there's um you know I, I like I like Yuli too. I I think that the the hair and and how they kind of they'll grab at his hair and, and and try to you know get him when he's you know after a home run or some big play that he's made. It you know even throughout the, the season they that hair was was a was kind of fun. <laughs>
1: Tell people how they can see more of the photos. You you guys have a commemorative book out, is that we right? We do.
0: It's called uh, Astro Strong, and it's I think it's available through Barnes and Noble. It's also available on our website. Uh, it's cron.com slash shop, and you can also buy some of our front pages that we've we've got uh, special front pages from the the series and um, all kinds of all kinds of stuff. I think we've got cups and. Uh, posters and, and anything else you might want to, you know, from the Houston Chronicle, you can buy there.
1: And the commemorative editions, uh, the, the, the main edition that, the, that when they win the World Series, that's still available. That's still
0: available. Last I saw that we had a pop-up shop last Friday, and I think it was doing really well. There's, there's, you know, I think they're still selling the actual papers, too, um, from the from the from their win that next day that everybody was lining up for. So we have plenty of copies of those if people are still looking for those.
1: Where can people follow you on social media?
0: Let's see, I'm at at Karen underscore Warren underscore 801, I know that's tedious, um, on my Instagram, and then at Karen Karen Warren HC on Twitter.
1: Sounds great, and just, I I like saying this uh, as many times as I can, Uh, Astros World Series Championship, what a ride, and and thank you so much for just bringing the the visuals and, and making it so much more fun just to... what what you were able to bring with uh, all your great
0: shots. Well, thank you very much, Robert. I appreciate your time.
1: For more interviews, subscribe to Houston Sports Talk on iTunes, or if you're an Android user, download our free Houston Sports Talk app in the Google Play Store. We're also available on Stitcher or the TuneIn app, and our website is HoustonSportsTalk.net.